0: Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 1985's The Stuff. And we're also going to talk a little bit about other B-movies. Before we do that, Dave, why don't you tell everybody what you've been watching lately?
1: Okay, uh, recently I discovered a movie. I'm three years late to it, unfortunately, but I watched a Danish movie called The Hunt. The Hunt. Um, directed by Thomas Vinterberg, it's got Mads Mikkelsen in it. He's the star of NBC's Hannibal, which is one of my favorite oh. TV shows. Is he Lecter in that? He is Hannibal okay. Lecter. Yeah. Uh, he also you might remember him from Casino Royale. He played the villain who like is whipping James Bond's testicles through that. Uh, oh wow! With the, the, with, yeah. You know that piece of rope. Yep. He's a great actor. He has a the most interesting face in you know, modern cinema probably. Mm -hmm. Um, He's just, he's just great. He's so good. Um, And this movie is like, it's got so much tension and so much, um, so much going on. Mm -hmm. It's about a guy who is like a a preschool teacher who gets falsely accused of being a pedophile. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like in this very, uh kind of like small community that where everybody knows each other and it just it, it like sets the whole village the whole town you know against him and mm-hmm. he has to deal with it now um and uh it's it, it, it's it's a devastating movie that that kind of never lets up and i i loved it it was it was awesome i w- i would definitely everybody should check it out it's called The Hunt it
0: sounds good yep. man awesome. sounds good yep i've been on a movie watching streak lately sweet um i caught World War Z Oh, a Brad nice! Pitt film. All right, yeah. And uh, this movie, it has so much potential. Yeah. but it it doesn't pull it off. Sure. Man. This the it has an over reliance on bad CG. <laughs> right. uh, the zombies are dumb. Dumb <laughs> things happen. Yeah. Uh, good ideas not executed well. Mm-hmm. No ending whatsoever. Complete total cliffhanger ending.
1: When they give themselves cancer, you mean? It's or pretty much a cliffhanger ending. Uh, what yeah.
0: cancer? Or whatever it was. Oh, they yeah. Well, uh, they they get a virus, a vaccine. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. Right. It it cuts it off there. It's like it's not over yet. I. I, They like. There's no real ending here. No. It's it's a total tease. I, w- I was disappointed in this movie
1: well i I remember there was that that bit of really blatant uh product placement at the end as well when Brad Pitt rolls the the, the can of Pepsi um, <laughs> Yes. and, and it le- it rolls <laughs> so the logos perfect. oh yes I think how he... many
0: people on the you know second unit were spent an hour getting that shot to work it, 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 I know, <laughs> you know?
1: exactly there, there were pas all over the place getting that Pepsi yep. can just perfect
0: exactly yeah. Um, I also watched a film from 1966 called Queen of Blood. Tell me more. This is a B movie. All right. Uh, you know, from that era, there was a lot of uh, really bad sci fi going on. Sure. Uh, this is that. <laughs> Listen to this starring John Saxon, Basil wow. Rathbone, and Dennis Hopper.
1: That's a hell of a cast.
0: This movie, for the first hour, it's just god awful. This okay. is a terrible movie and at the the last 30 minutes or so i liked it okay it was good uh but it was just so dumb getting into this movie right nothing happens you know queen of blood sounds awesome but it's about this we try to rescue an alien on Mars in the year 1990.
1: <laughs> in the future, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> Everything in the 90s was you know, flying and
1: oh yeah, you know, spacesuits. You know, I know, right?
0: And you, they take off in those rockets and oh, then they yeah. land with the rocket coming back in reverse down uh-huh. here. <laughs> <Right. laughs> but um, the, the alien turns out it feeds on blood. Okay, so it it the the crew that rescues the alien gets their blood sucked out. Sure. You know, and then, they bring it back to Earth, and uh, there's eggs in the ship or okay. something like that. But uh, okay. it was entertaining. Uh, definitely not for everybody, though.
1: <laughs> How was John Saxon's... Uh, what was his hair situation in Oh, 1866? it was there, and it, it was a- good. Okay, good, good. It was
0: glorious. Okay, man. excellent. Right. Everyone in this movie... This movie is just jawbones and smiles, man. Like, <laughs> everybody <laughs> in this movie. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I watched that one. Uh, in in preparation for the B-movie discussion. Of course. Which we'll get into right
1: now. Okay. So B-movies, I guess, how would you define a B-movie? A B-movie is, uh, the, well, the, the original definition was, you know, back when, uh, under the old, like the the studio system that followed the old, old studio system, like L.B. Mayer type stuff, mm-hmm. was um, where they, they had this uh, kind of like poverty row in Hollywood where you know, kind of these filmmakers who couldn't really get work at the studios were able to uh, make movies on in these smaller studios for about, you know, 20 right. to 50 grand. On the cheap. On the cheap. Um, and they would play in small towns, and they often were either, like, just in drive-ins in Oklahoma, or they were uh, the first part of a double feature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on a bigger film. Exactly. Uh, and they, they were kind of like the B side. They were the know? B side, exactly. That's, that's, that's what movie. it was. Mm-hmm. Right. Some of them were uh, kind of wonderful movies, mm-hmm. and there were many that weren't so wonderful. And yep. those are the ones that we kind of know of as B movies, uh, right? That's why
0: we think of these B movies in the way we do usually, because yeah, so many of them mm-hmm. were bad. Yes. yes, a lot of people, you know, the B could stand for bad. It even, could stand for bad,
1: exactly, and, th- and that's kind of what like the connotation took on, right? Um, and then, of course, things like started to change a little bit once like the the B movie thing kind of took off, to where now you could make a B movie that knew it was a B movie, right? Um, and you know, there were there was some humor to be like mined from that. Right. Um a
0: lot of them have tons of humor now. Yeah. Well, look if you look at Sci-Fi mm. Channel, like everything on that is basically a B movie now.
1: I mean, like, th- th- like that's yeah, the Sci-Fi original movies, mm-hmm. th- th- those are the definition of what a B movie would have been in the fifties, right?
0: You know? uh, Sharknado, there you go. Sharknado, <laughs> Mansquito, uh,
1: you know, all 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 the movies we've always like that, that are that are almost impossible to 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 review or critique. Um, yeah, they're just they're just critic proof.
0: Anyone can look at it and be like, "This movie is pretty dumb."
1: Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Including the actors in it, yeah. who, who seem to like uh, have have knowledge of what they're doing, and um, mm-hmm. and that can get annoying too. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, when when someone knows they're in a bad movie and they're kind of hamming it up.
0: Yeah, yeah. They can have it. Can be charming sometimes. Yeah, it can, yeah, I mean, it can but, be
1: very much. Mo- and, and those are the ones that we like. Th-
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, usually, most of these movies, they're they're usually. Either like sci-fi or horror, though. Have yes. you Noticed that almost always, there, right? Um, I know a lot of westerns can be yes put kind of in this category. Their westerns, you know, have a reputation for being like hyper violent and stuff right. like that. Right. Uh, that can kind of cross over into a horror mm-hmm. type thing. So they they definitely can fit in. Yes. Um, and there's tons of shitty westerns, there. Right. <laughs> just like these <laughs> shitty sci-fi and horror movies. Right.
1: After the fifties, too, that's when like Roger Corman and those guys like came in and started their own companies, and mm-hmm. they just were just cranking out movies, one after the other. Um, and all these great filmmakers who we know of, you know, from that came up in the seventies, they mm-hmm. all studied under Roger Corman, um, as they just learned the film business through him and went on to make good movies. But they cut their teeth under him making uh, stuff that was, you know, not so good.
0: Right, making these B movies. Right. Here's a couple I wrote down that are of note. Uh, I wrote down Piranha. You remember Piranha from the seventies? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't James Cameron involved in that? Someone was involved in that. Oh, was James? I didn't know he was Someone involved? Someone in was it. involved on that. Okay. Uh, that became a huge filmmaker. Wow. Um, I want to say it's him. I should have looked that up. Okay. I was doing some research. Okay. But, uh, uh Toxic Avenger. Mm. That is uh an independent B movie. Yes. Um, from Troma. I have my views on Troma. They make a lot of crap. <laughs> uh and Toxic Avenger, honestly, I never saw what the appeal of it was.
1: <laughs> I I haven't either. I mean, like I I, I think I tried to watch Toxic Avenger. I, I I watched the first Toxic Avenger movie, and and all of them are like on Netflix. I think it, they they have been at some point. I know one of them. The original was a while back, right? Um, and I know that there's a whole series of them. And, and I mean, I wasn't I wasn't in the mood to watch the series after I watched the. First oh yeah,
0: one, definitely not. Uh, uh, Swamp Thing comes to
1: mind. Right, Swamp Thing.
0: Yep. That that was well done. If you yes. ask me, yes uh and a, a classic that everyone talks about is Plan 9 from Outer Space. Um I I own
1: Plan 9.
0: Yes. Um this has a special place in movie history It right certainly here.
1: does. Right. I it was regarded as as like uh when um a couple couple of critics, I can't remember their names at the moment, um but they uh, they they had they had a film festival I think in nineteen seventy nine they had done uh they they had voted it at this festival the worst movie of all time and it brought Ed Wood kind of like you know a new generation of fans and everything. Mm-hmm. And everybody kind of said, "Oh, it's the worst movie of all time." And That kind of became the the selling point of it. Right. It's definitely not the worst movie of all time. Um, we, hey, Jury Duty. I mean, we, <laughs> we, we've done Jury Duty, and, <laughs> and Plan Nine is a far better film than than, than Jury Duty. <laughs> but like the, the 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 appeal of Plan Nine, of course, is the, uh, the 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 where where how Ed Wood was able to get put Bella Lugosi on the poster. As this is the star of this film, he had six minutes of footage remaining from a previous production that he was able to somehow uh, like stretch into ninety minutes uh, of of him <laughs> in this movie. He just and I mean night becomes day, you know. Uh, very often uh, the 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 graveyard sets look, you know, obviously the, uh, everything plastic. about this
0: movie is just bad. There, there's nothing technically good about it. speaking. It, exactly technicals. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, all the effects are horrible. The acting is, is, is like, you know, it's sub-mental, a lot of it. And, <laughs> um, and, and I mean, it's it's famously bad. We're, we're talking about it like it's a new, like we, we just discovered it. Obviously, we know about it. And anybody who's listening to this podcast knows about Plan 9 from Outer yeah. Space. But this is what we're talking about, too. Is, is And that's another one. All, we could say Plan 9, all of Ed Wood's movies were on that Poverty Row yeah. uh, studio, you know, mm-hmm. uh, thing. So... Um, he, he was, he was the king of, of B movies and, um, and, and, you know, it was, it was great because like, there was, there was even like, uh, other B movie, uh, filmmakers who were as, as famous as he was like Herschel Gordon Lewis. He did Blood Feast. Um, we're going to get into a guy, uh, when we do our main feature here who was also, uh, on the, the B movie beat. And, (laughs) uh, you know, he was a little bit more successful than, than Ed was. So, um, (laughs) the other day I was at Best
0: Buy. Mm Mm-hmm. And in in the little bin on the end of the row there, they had Reanimator mm. for four ninety nine. Perfect. Uh, I almost bought that movie. Okay. Reanimator's is another great classic. This is a '80s B movie, '80s horror. Yes. Uh, very iconic. Right. Uh, anyone who's into the horror genre, Reanimator is just a fine film.
1: <laughs> it, it's one of everybody's favorites all the time. Right. right. Right.
0: Uh, but we did not choose to do Reanimator for a review. <laughs> we chose to do the stuff. <laughs> Which we will discuss after this break. (laughs) Stay tuned. Welcome back to Dudes on Movies. We are going to discuss 1985's The Stuff. Everybody get ready for this one. Strap yourself in. Dave, give us a synopsis.
1: Okay, well this is a very special episode of, <laughs> uh, of Dudes on Movies, obviously. Uh, 1985's The Stuff. Right. Jimmy gets touched. <laughs> <That's>, exactly. <laughs> uh, and we're going to show you on this dummy where it, what, what happened. So. Okay, uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh so, like, there, there's this, uh, there's this, there's this substance that is being sold to the public, um, known as the stuff. It's being marketed as uh, something that that uh, has no calories and no fat and will get you full. And it's all will, natural. It's all natural. It will help you live a grid life. Um, and obviously, there's something wrong because it's kind of this has becomes a stuff-based society that mm-hmm. we're living in now. And uh something is amiss. No one seems to notice except for about five people. And uh and you know, we, we, we get to, to to kind of get down to the bottom of, of what's going on with these corporations who are selling us this this garbage and uh luckily there is a uh 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 what's his an industrial saboteur yep. who comes in and helps to save the day. His name is Mo. Mo Rutherford. Mo Rutherford. You know why they call him Mo? Because he always wants mo.
0: That's right. <laughs> His real name. <laughs> he says that about six times in this movie.
1: And and every time it comes, <laughs> you're you're a little bit sick of it, but you kind of want to hear it again. <laughs> um, and you know, like <laughs> th- th- this, I- I'll just I-, I was saving this for the end, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead with it. Okay. If they remake this movie, ever. Okay. And if let's say if we remake this movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, Michael Moriarty plays Mo Rutherford, and he's actually quite good as this character. Yeah. Um, but Matthew McConaughey will play Mo Rutherford in our
0: version. That is perfect. It's casting about right as good there. as you can get.
1: <laughs> you're welcome, Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> thank you, know? you. Thank you.
0: Just put us in the credit. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, like Dave said, he plays Mo Rutherford. Uh huh. Industrial saboteur. He goes in to corporations and screws them up. Yep. He's hired by other corporations to do this. Mm -hmm. So the stuff has become uh, a worldwide sensation. Well, maybe just an American sensation. You do not know specifically. True. But um, he is hired by these other snack food companies to (laughs) infiltrate the stuff factory and figure (laughs) out the secret formula. (laughs) To the stuff, which it turns out the stuff is actually this white substance that oozes out of the earth. Yes. And the first scene in this movie is some dude in in like a silo factory. Right, right. Finding this bubbling ooze and he eats it. Yep. Just for no reason. Exactly. And says, that's good. Yep. Hey, come try this. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then he start eating it and then... And you know it's only a one or two minute scene, and then it just
1: gets into everyone's stuff crazy after right, that. Right, right. You know you can't get enough of the stuff, and it's good that you uh, sang the jingle there. Oh uh, yeah, that jingle. This this jingle will get inside of you <laughs> as you watch this movie because because every five minutes they're, they're they're taking a little break to show you these these commercials that um are being made by the corporation uh where it's it's just um ubiquitous. Uh, you can't get enough of the stuff, <laughs> um and. Man, I mean, like, like I, in, in this is this is effective satire.
0: Yes, yes, you know, yes. Some of this stuff. This is very Paul Verhoeven. It, I I wrote right down there. Paul Verhoeven yeah. in my notes. I mean, and it, and it works. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's
1: very like RoboCop, Starship Troopers stuff, mm-hmm. um, and all the you know, all the commercials and the cutaways and and the cameos by Abe Vigoda. <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, where's the beef, lady? And Clara Peller's she there too. She literally goes,
0: "Where's the stuff?" She says,
1: "Where's the stuff?" <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> How did they get her to do this? I mean, That's great. She, I know. I, I guess she was just like, "Hey, I'm going to milk this for as long as I can. I'm going to be oh, in yeah. the stuff." You know, man. If you can get in the stuff, man, uh, you're you're immortal. I mean, you're going to be talking. You're going to be talked about 30 years later, like you are right now. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, it was a great move. You know, one thing I wanted to see in this movie is I wanted to hear Mo say, "I need some Mo of that stuff." <laughs> but- <laughs> It's a total missed opportunity that didn't happen in this fight. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, The guy who wrote these jingles, his name is uh, Richard Seaman. Mm. This is his only film credit. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. I I couldn't find anything on him. Okay. Uh, But he did these jingles. That's it. He only did the stuff's jingles? That's it. He has no other film credits at all. I don't know how they got this dude. but um, Well, okay. They're good, so. they,
1: they, oh, exactly. They 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 serve their purpose. Richard Seaman, if you're
0: out there, congratulations exactly. on, on these tunes. <laughs> right.
1: These are catchy little things. They sure are. And and there's a lot it, of different right. variations yeah. of them, like yeah. mixed in. And I know, stuff. I know, and stuff. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and we're talking about the, this, like we're, we're going to be kind of, you know, it, this movie. It, uh, there is we talked about the synopsis. I mean, the the plot, of course, is that that Michael Moriarty eventually, uh, you know, like. Conquers the day uh, with the help of some people and they, they are able to eradicate the stuff. Um, and, and this movie doesn't sound as, what, what we're talking about here doesn't sound as ridiculous as it actually is.
0: This movie is ridiculous. Yeah, completely. This movie has terrible (laughs) editing. Mm -hmm. Most of the acting is terrible. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Just every everything about it is pretty bad, right? But there's somehow it's put together and it's kind of charming. <laughs> right. um, I've seen this movie several times mm-hmm. under different levels of alcohol, excellent and none, including, and uh-huh. I, I, it still had some charm even when I wasn't drinking mm-hmm. with my friends. Of course, you know, because this is kind of a movie you put on at a party or something. Yes, it can drag for a little bit, but man.
1: I, I didn't think it dragged. You didn't think it dragged r- really at all. I I, I thought it kind of did fly by. Even though it's even though the the parts that, that that aren't as good as other parts, um, like they they kind of whiz by. Um, the the movie is I guess it's not well made, but it's well paced. I felt okay. Um, like y-
0: yeah, I guess I wasn't like bored with it, but I th- right. was, I think I was trying to. I was like, nothing's really coherent here. No, for a
1: while. No, <laughs> I, I mean, mean, even towards the end, it's kind of I know. And and I think that's to do with uh, if 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 they were actually I, I I know that they knew they were making a horror comedy I mean it's obvious that they that they knew this was kind of silliness right um, but the, the the only problem with with doing something like that is that the stakes aren't high enough um, and. If, if this was a movie of the, that was supposed to be about a substance that was poisoning all of us from the inside out, mm-hmm. um, you, you, you would think that there would be a little bit more, um, I guess, uh, gravitas uh, attached to uh, the the results of, of what's going on, and also that it would take a little bit more, um, I guess, can do... Well, it, it would take a little bit more action than, than what actually goes down at the end, when yeah. the stuff is conquered, I mean, it's it's Th- this is pretty a, easily overcome. It's a total bullshit ending. I mean, yeah, like, uh,
0: they they end up just radio broadcasting, "Don't eat the stuff," and then everyone stops eating the stuff and they start burning the stuff. Like, and that makes sense. That that's is it.
1: that is literally all that happens. Paul Sorvino comes in with with twenty minutes left in the movie, <laughs> as uh the colonel as the colonel and he owns two radio stations he oh he happens to own two radio (laughs) stations that's his line it (laughs) literally is
0: well i happen to own two radio stations exactly well there you go (laughs) way way to move the movie along (laughs) what the fuck
1: it's it's terrible screenplay like i mean yeah the the script terrible oh yeah yeah (laughs) everything that doesn't involve michael moriarty um, is is really really terrible, mm-hmm. um, and even his stuff isn't isn't Oscar worthy, of course. Right. But because he's having such a great time doing it, it, mm-hmm. it it comes through, and you're able to watch it. It's it's hard to actually watch anything in this movie that doesn't involve Michael Moriarty. Yeah.
0: He <clears throat> somehow gets this chick. Yeah. To fall in love with him, I guess. Yeah. The ad executive. Uh- her name's Nicole in the film, but I don't know the actress. He goes to question her, and all of a sudden she's like really into him mm-hmm. because he complimented her or right. something like that. Right. And then all of a sudden they're they're an item. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. It was totally unearned. At all. I don't see how this happened. This uh independent, successful, you know, commercial maker, this woman, <laughs> right. just suddenly is like infatuated with this. You know, dopey detective with the southern draw. Like I, it's I, not
1: gonna. I, it I know it doesn't make sense. There, you, you see no courtship. He simply charms her on the set of her stuff commercial after he busts in and shut it down. Yes. Yes. Where is this where's the logic in? This? I, I I don't know. I don't know what what you know how how, how would she just not be outraged that he's on the set first of all and and that that he's shutting down this production? <laughs> um, like she she would be beside herself if she's an actual like. You know, uh, ad executive. This is Um, is just stupid. It's silliness. I know, and and, and, yeah, like you said, she falls for him. Um, And but they don't even show that. It's just all of a sudden they're walking down the street together. They're they're just as a couple. I know. Um, And the the only time uh, they they they, they do have one pretty great scene together. Um, It's in the middle of the movie. Um, It's when they're in that moat that that kind of seedy motel. Yes. And the stuff is inside the mattress. Right. <laughs> See, this, and, I, I like this scene. I, I do too. Yeah. And and before we even get into the scene, I, we have to kind of like like set a little bit of the mood. The stuff we're never really given. Um, uh, it's like a
0: white marshmallow paste. It's just type a, thing. a big yeah.
1: fondant that that kind yeah. of like just appears out of nowhere all the time. Kind of like it, the blob, a little right. It has know? it has like kind of vague powers. I, you don't really know what it's supposed to do. What what it actually? I mean, because yeah, it's it's like the blob, except it doesn't get bigger or anything. It doesn't like envelop the town. Right. It just kind of materializes um, in places that that you know, like it has no reason to be there. Right. Uh, but there it is.
0: It's just there, and it, and when you eat it, it gets inside of you, and it. I guess it brainwashes you or yes, something, and it, all you want to do is get more of
1: the stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> and eventually you become the stuff, and and mm-hmm. you uh, you have terrifying, uh, you know, uh, jaw unhinging uh, right. powers. There, there's where, a know, lot
0: of. Um, 80s practical effects Mm, in this, uh, monster effects uh, with uh, people's heads exploding and contorting (laughs) and things like that. A lot of 80s body horror stuff. Yes. uh, Yes. Which I took a closer look at it after I'd watched it, and it's
1: not that good. Don't pause this movie. Right. Uh, On those effects. Right. Um, It's not that good. Right. It's, it's, it's really, uh, it's really pretty amateur. Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) yeah,
0: Stan Winston did not work on this this is not a Stan
1: Winston, (laughs) nor is it a Rick Baker. Nope, (laughs) Rick Baker, far from this set. (laughs) But the scene where we're talking about is, is in this motel room where, where Michael Moriarty has a, has a really, like the, the stuff gets on his face and it's almost like a (laughs) face sucker, like an alien. Right. Um, and face hugger, a face hugger. Right. And he is, (laughs) he's rolling around on the floor yelling, with this bit of marshmallow paste on his face, <laughs> he's like, he's he's in in terror, rolling around like the, I guess this thing is killing him. Um, and the girl, uh, the the ad executive, uh, like kind of, she sets it on fire. Um, and they find out that that I guess the stuff can't do fire. Is is right, that yeah? I, 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 you, well, know, you can't
0: cook it, I guess. You can't cook it.
1: Exactly, <laughs> it can't be cooked. And this guy comes in out of like like into the room. I don't know what was he there to help them. I don't what, know what was this he? dude did. This dude barges in the room for right, some reason. Exactly.
0: It was like some like a villain in Die Hard Two. I like know. he just right, comes right, in. Exactly.
1: Like, <laughs> some bad sleazy, guy number three comes I in. I know, I know. And he's got like he's just this mustache mustachioed guy. huh. Um, and the stuff gets him after he has a fight with Michael Moriarty and, and <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the stuff, like Johnny deps him in uh, up on Dude, up on the he gets you know, Nightmare Unknown. He Street. totally does exactly. He gets Glenn up on the ceiling, yeah. And uh, they they set him on fire to, mm-hmm. to save him, but it's already it's too late.
0: It it literally is. It's the same effect, right? It's the same thing Wes Craven did in Nightmare. Yes, uh, when he, when they're being dragged up the walls and right. the ceilings, it's right. the
1: same thing. It might be the same set.
0: It could be. You know, it could be just repurposed for right. the stuff. Right. They probably did it's, a, it's it. the next year. I mean, You're right.
1: That's true. They, they probably just, just borrowed the set. Yeah. yeah. Um.
0: Wow. And I liked it. Uh-huh. It was good. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Even though I was like, they just ripped this off. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what the
1: hell? It's a B-movie, so it's going to be a little derivative, right, and it's right. going to just outright thieve things from better movies once in a while. Yeah. So you just got to deal with it. But I mean... No, it um, was good. Exactly. The hotel burns down. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we haven't gotten into this yet, but there's a kid right.
0: Uh. who's a main character in this. I can't... Rem- the kid's name is Jason. This kid has some... Some eyes that'll pierce your soul.
1: sure does. He um, sure does, man. Oh, those this... are limpid pools, man. <laughs> you <laughs> <Yes>. know, <laughs> uh,
0: these ki- this kid uh, doesn't like the stuff. Right. Uh, he saw it move in his fridge. Yep. And uh, his family. This this is a shitty family.
1: Terrifying family. They
0: are uh, trying to get him to eat the stuff. Right. But uh, he doesn't want to. So uh, he fakes it one time. He eats a bunch of shaving cream. <laughs> And the family gets duped by it for a little bit, you right? Know? Right. Uh, and uh, Mo, I think, hears about this kid, and he, he's like, "I'm going to go talk to him and figure things out." You know. Uh huh. And it just so happens when the family realizes the kids eating shaving cream, uh, Mo comes in and you know saves them from his murderous family. <laughs> That's right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> he comes in and say like he saves the day right then.
0: Yep. It's pretty ridiculous. Right. But uh, this kid is not a good actor, <laughs> and I can't even look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> because of those eyeballs
1: he has w- were they blue or green i can't remember
0: they're like just, i have no clue
1: they're 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 bright they're, and they're, vibrant they're opalescent. They exactly they are, oh man
0: I, yeah you, you, you I, c- I could get cursed by them probably. i know
1: you, you could see those eyes from across a street like mm-hmm. like if he was looking at you yeah they they, they peer into your soul mm-hmm. um the, the the only difference between uh it, take away those eyes Replace him with, with, like, you know, just baby, you know, like, just dark brown. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, you have me in 1985. <laughs> you know? That is pretty much what, what? I looked you like. You looked like that in 85? I, I, when I When I saw that kid, I, I said, oh, my God. He had the same hairdo as me. Uh, everything about him, was the, he was the same age, whatever. It was like, wow, this kid is me. And then he turned around and had those brilliant blue or green eyes. And I, okay, well, that's not me. So, you know. yeah,
0: I'm glad you didn't have those eyes, though. Because those exactly. things are... Torturous. Like, exactly. You can't been... look at them without feeling uneasy. No,
1: no, they're they're so beautiful you can't bear to look at them. So you know, you know, I forget. wouldn't even say
0: they're beautiful. Oh, you they're, wouldn't. Okay. I'm, I'm afraid of them. Okay.
1: Right. They're like I Medusa.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They decapitate them. Right. But uh, no, this there's a scene where this kid, uh, they they get into the stuff factory or something, the yeah. manufacturer area, right, where they're harvesting it, right. The kid for some reason is there i guess he and mo went there yeah That's he, right. he
1: got in mo's plane and and they went down to the oh stuff yeah factory. they
0: went in his private jet
1: he's got a private jet <laughs> you know you know
0: down to the stuff factory <laughs> right. and uh, the kid climbs into a tanker like mm-hmm. an oil tanker yeah. truck and gets trapped in there with some stuff this is the dumbest screenplay like how would you why would this kid just climb into this tanker he has no reason to climb in there he just does it
1: he's there for a long time too. yeah like it's... like like maybe days <laughs> Honestly,
0: <laughs> it could be the way this movie's put together. Yeah, like, it yeah. could be. I got the feeling it was an hour or so.
1: I, I well, I mean, d- day turned mm. into night though. Did it? Like w- during the time he was in there, like because he's because he's kind of like sneaking around uh-huh. and looking at the miners doing the stuff. Okay, uh, do, doing, <laughs> <laughs> doing. Uh, he's harvesting uh, the harv- stuff. Harvesting the stuff, <laughs> and uh, and he doesn't like kind of. Uh, he, he's just kind of investigating until Michael Moriarty and the girls show up. Uh, and Moriarty puts on Well, the, just randomly the
0: happens to be, yeah, he sneaks in with a, a hazmat suit yeah. that the other guys are wearing so I right. can blend in. Right. He just so happens to hear the kid yelling at the yeah. stuff, come and get me! <laughs> right. Come and get me! Yes, exactly. Right, right. He's taunting the stuff. I know.
1: He's daring <laughs> the stuff to get him,
0: right? <laughs> then, so he ends up stealing the truck uh-huh. and uh, saves him or whatever. Right, but. right. This The screen, like, the things that happen in this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're just, I don't think they're thought out.
1: No. Oh no. not. There there was very little, um, like very, very little, uh, attempt to, to, to put any kind of logic or whatever into the, I mean, like, it's one thing to know that you're making a, a shitty movie and, right. and, and you're, you're, you're just kind of like, okay, we're, we're winking at everybody. Um, but, but that's, that's kind of where I, I, you've lost me is, is when you, you're so fully aware that, that you're making a movie that isn't any good, mm-hmm. that now you skimp on everything. Um, yeah. I don't care if you're making a B movie. You have to at least try with special effects. If you're yeah. going to have special effects in your movie, you have to at least, you know, work a little harder than what they did in this movie. Um, yeah, it's you, pretty you know, bad. Right. You, you mentioned the, the, the grade Z body horror. Yep. They, they could have done something else with the stuff itself. Yeah, it doesn't have to just be like this abundant bunch of whipped cream that you can buy, you know, at the store. Right. Um, it needs to be something else that, that just color it red. Well, do something.
0: They don't explain anything about it. No, where it came from. No, why it's here. What it's trying to do. Right. What's what's the stuff's end game? You know. Right. What is, <laughs> that's right. Why is it? It makes they don't they don't cover it at all. No, they don't. And I'm, I'm they could have squeezed in a little really shitty exposition in right. here. I mean, they got a lot of other shitty stuff. Exactly. Doesn't matter.
1: Just, just, just write five lines that 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 will, that will like fill Someone in those knows. gaps, like right.
0: the army guy. Oh, I remember this one undercover project. Exactly. That's it. Right. You know, you So shitty. Just explain. To- totally. Just explain done. this stuff to me. <laughs> Wait, right.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. We've we've all seen a ton of movies. All you need to give us is is just a little bit of 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 you know. Movie stuff. Movie... Th- I, 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 we can't say the word stuff anymore, unfortunately, because <laughs> we're, we're talking about this ridiculous movie. But, uh, um, you know, and... and uh, we, 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 we mentioned how Michael Moriarty is pretty good in the movie. Um, I want to tell you who's not good in this movie. There's a couple of good actors, okay. but they're not very good. We uh-huh. mentioned Paul Sorvino already. Uh-huh. Danny Aiello <laughs> has two scenes in the film. Uh, one is where he is visited by Michael Moriarty, Mo, um, in which Mo is sweating him down because I guess Danny Aiello was some ice cream magnet and he yep. sold his interests to the Stuff Corporation. <laughs> yes. Um, and he has this Doberman with him who is acting. Ben. ben. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Ben is acting strangely. Oh, yes. Um, and Mo picks up on it. But he then leaves Danny Aiello after Danny, for some reason, gives him these reports that he wants. And then we cut away about five minutes later to Danny Aiello hiding under like a bureau, like a hope chest. Yeah, a little table. Right. And the Doberman is like stuffing out. (laughs) Like (laughs) its it's, jaw is unhinged and the stuff is coming out of his throat. mm -hmm. And he's about to eat Danny Aiello. Yeah. Um. Danny Aiello has made a career of like doing like roles that are either, either really like prestige stuff or roles that are like this, like, Mm -hmm. like it's, it's, there is no, he, he does not do mediocre films. Exactly. It's, it's either shit or it's Oscar bait. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how he does it. I don't know like, like why he has made that choice in his career, but, but here we are. He's so brilliant in the professional. Um, he's, he's brilliant and do the right thing. Um, he's been good in a lot of, in a lot of movies, uh, but he's also done the stuff (laughs) and things like the stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Paul Sorvino has kind of a similar career. Um, he, he's an opera singer, a trained opera singer. I did not know that. Yes. Wow. And he was one of the stars of Goodfellas. You know, know, he's, 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 I mean, he's, he's great. And here he is playing a racist Southern colonel. Um,
0: uh, he's a racist. He's a misogynist. Yeah,
1: exactly. That whole thing of like, of like, this girl's mine now. Yeah, like he he's tries just, to kiss her. He just tries to kiss her for for no. Well, I mean, now
0: they're kind of, I see you moving in on my woman. Yeah, like, oh, that's God. what he says. Th-
1: that's all Mo that's said. Mo. Like, like Mo just kind of chastises him briefly. Mm-hmm. You know, like and and. Th- well Paul Sorvino's if 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 the movie was was bad to begin with Paul Sorvino then dates the movie with and it's not his fault it's the script's fault with it's but it's it's his performance too mm-hmm. um yeah th- these are the things and along with Garrett Morris that are not I, good about the movie. I was going to bring up
0: Garrett Morris be- right. we had to get Garrett Morris in here right. before we wrap up right Garrett Morris uh most well known for SNL I believe mm-hmm. um has a part in this film he plays Chocolate Chip Charlie. Yes. Which is kind of a, uh, a famous Amos, I guess. Right. And uh, <laughs> right. I guess, I've, I don't know what his agenda is in this, but I think it's the same with the other guys. The yeah. Stuff Corporation has put him out of business. Right. They, they bought him out right. or something.
1: Well, they, yeah, they they like conquered his product. Yeah, uh, they, yeah, They paid Danny Aiello off, but but Garrett Morris, they just destroyed him.
0: Okay, yeah. And uh, somehow he ends up teaming up with Mo. Yeah. And there's a terrible fight scene with these two. There sure is. And <laughs> right i've been talking about the editing is terrible like th- this scene this is how it happens a car pulls up behind mo mo sees it mo goes to investigate no one's in the car and all of a sudden garrett Morse jumps over the car right. at him <laughs> tackles him punches him you know they start fist fighting and <laughs> mo gets him on the ground right and uh if you watch this cut mo uh has him down on the ground garrett Morse is flat it cuts when Mo pulls his hand up. It cuts, and he's holding him by the chest, uh-huh. by his shirt. Right, has him up, and then
1: punches him to the ground. <laughs> it's totally <laughs> obvious that these scenes do not go together. Right. <laughs> oh my god! And 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 he he, he, he he After he punches him, he looks at him. He goes, "You're chocolate chip, Charlie." He sure does. Well, I share in hell, the K- Kentucky Colonel. <laughs> I sure it's the Kentucky yeah. colonel. I know. And he, and he says it in the in the most, I mean, my God, it's heartbreaking to watch <laughs> that know. he has to do this. He has to debase himself uh-huh. with this, like, uh, forgive me, but like, it, it's, it's, I, I won't, I won't use the phrase that everybody uses, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a minstrel show mm-hmm. pretty much. I mean, they're, they're asking Garrett Morris, the only black person in the movie pretty much to, uh, you know, to kind of just, you know, race it up a bit. Yep. Um, and unfortunately, he has to. And yeah. um, and then Paul Sorvino at the end, you know, it, is uh, saying something about like, you know, I I will allow this black man in my station. I, yeah, for what he you says, know.
0: I'll I will allow this colored man to colored speak man. on the air. Yes, exactly. It's, it's yeah. like, oh my god.
1: Yeah, welcome to the eighties. I know, I know, god. I know. And mean, this we were doing this in the eighties in man. our lifetimes. Like that, this this kind of garbage was going on.
0: Oh, some of my favorite movies I watch, and they they're dropping this. They're. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, there's gay panic. There's, I know. It's, it's I know. pretty tough. Some of my favorite movies. I'm like, I know. I cannot believe they're talking like that. Exactly. This, it almost
1: makes you like, like, just completely disown it. Yeah. You know.
0: But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Garrett Morris is playing Chocolate Chip Charlie right. in this movie. <laughs> um, there's a great scene where they're trying to run from the local townies uh-huh. who have been stuffed. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> right. They're trying to escape in this boat. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> This whole scene is just one master shot. There's right. no cuts because they probably couldn't afford yeah, to exactly. get other cameras in there. I right. like they had to call it a day. So it's just this master shot of <laughs> Mo Rutherford and Ch- Chip Charlie <laughs> running from these local hillbillies. Right. <laughs> they get into a boat on this little creek. And, like, you can tell the hillbillies are not trying to run as fast as they can because right. they're supposed to get away. But right. then like the actors are like, "Oh, I got to time my run and like you yeah. can just see all this playing out."
1: Right. It is so bad. A bunch of a bunch of like actors hitting their marks in a master shot with no coverage. Um it's barely doing it. Right. And and like exactly, <laughs> yeah. and doing it badly, like you yeah. said, exactly. Like they they're slow running and um, I laughed
0: for about a minute after I <laughs> watched <saw> all this scene. <laughs> I was busting a gut.
1: I <laughs> hate. And 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 you shouldn't be like if, if you ever like had any kind of like, uh, I guess love for the, for the bad movie or whatever, something like that reminds you that it's a bad movie and gives you bad laughs. Yeah. You know, like, like you said, you busted a gut over just the, 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 the technical unknow-how of, the, <laughs> yes. if, there's, if that's a word, you know, <laughs> of, of what's going on here. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I did want to go into like some of the some of the other good things about the movie. Okay. Like, we, we mentioned Larry Cohn, the director. Um, he was a guy who like specialized in, in mostly episodic television and B horror movies. yes yeah. um, but he had a couple of blips you know along the way that, that were very impressive. Um, he wrote he, he directed Black Caesar, which is a, a really excellent black exploitation movie from okay. the 70s it had Fred Williamson in it. Um, and he wrote... Now, this this is something that... This is unseen by me. I saw Black Caesar, but I okay. did not see this movie. I'm going to seek it out now. Um, it's called Body Snatchers. It's made oh, yes. in 1993. Um, yes, I've heard of this film. Okay, yeah. I, and I, I had never heard of it. Um, and I didn't realize that... I mean, I knew that... I've, I've seen... The 1956 is Don Siegel's original uh, Invasion, of the, invasion snatch, of the Body Snatchers, right? Snatchers, right which yeah. is excellent. And then I saw the remake in 1978, the one with Donald Sutherland. Which that is, one's supposed to be amazing. It's, it's the superior movie. Yeah, I mean, I have, I have like the the ending. Uh, Freeze frame on my Facebook as my, uh, like, uh, background picture. Nice. It's 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 a great, great movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, Donald Sutherland and Leonard Nimoy, um, excellent movie. I did not know that this third adaptation of the original novel existed, and it was written by Larry Cohen. Roger Ebert gave it four stars. Wow. He said it's the best of the three.
0: Wow. Better so, than the 78 one. Better
1: than the 78, better than the 56. Whoa. So I'm going to see this movie. I really want it. I, I mean, I really want to seek it out and and find it because if if it's that good, then it's something we got to see.
0: Wow, there's a recommendation for everyone out there. Absolutely, definitely. Okay, so let's I guess wrap things up here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've talked enough about this film. What do you? I think we got the point across. Is there anything yeah. else you want to mention about it before um, we get into our I, I, recommendations? I don't, I don't
1: think so. Uh, we, we, we've talked enough about the stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you
0: know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with right, the stuff. Right. I have had enough of the I stuff. I have had
1: quite <laughs> enough of the stuff, right. So, uh, Dave, would you recommend this film? I would not recommend this movie. Okay. Um. And, and it's I, I usually am a total sucker for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I did enjoy myself at certain points in it. But, but you know, if you have not seen this movie, you aren't missing a damn thing.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I -hmm. feel the same way. Right. I would not recommend this to everybody, but I would recommend it to people looking for this kind of movie. Okay. If you want to see something like this, a bad 80s B-horror comedy movie with no technical (laughs) know-how, this is the movie for you, uh, but I would not recommend it. No, I would not recommend this movie. Right. That was 1985's (laughs) The Stuff. So, if you like what you heard, please... Like and subscribe to our show. We are in iTunes and SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Just look for Dudes on Movies. You can also go to dudesonmovies.com, and you can find all our stuff there.
1: And if uh, you also want to, we are a presence on social media as well, so um, just look for Dudes on Movies. Um, You can get us on Facebook or Twitter, and we have uh, an email address, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. Send us... Uh, Any questions you have about any movies we've talked about or movies that you'd like us to talk about, really anything to do with movies, and we will read your emails on the air, and we will have just a a good discussion with you.
0: Yep, definitely. So stay tuned for next week. We will wrap up our October Horror Month with 1982's John Carpenter's The Thing. Now we're talking. Now we're getting into a good movie. Exactly. So stay tuned next week. On behalf of Dave and myself, we are your dudes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.